This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. I'm Chuck Hassey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Welcome to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. We continue to mix it up. Uh, not as much fishing now as this time of year. Some hunting stuff gets going. We, of course, talked bear hunting a couple days ago. We talked about the Rocky Mountain Elk. Uh, Paul Bunyan chapter yesterday. Monday, we're talking about the women of Bassa's upcoming August Academy at the Bemidji Area Shooters Park. And today, we're talking Ducks Unlimited because we're getting actually close to the banquet again. Dalton Rosine is with us. He's a regional director. Dalton, welcome. Always good to be here, Kevin. Well, you were just talking about fishing, but now we're, you know, the, the, the hunters are starting to shift mode because uh, bear baiting started uh, today, which as we record this is Friday. And, you know, duck season's coming not that far down the road. Um, so uh, people are dusting off uh, their guns and getting ready for fall. Yep, absolutely. Can't wait. <laughs> so what? When does duck season start? Let's start there. Teal season starts Labor Day weekend, and then the last Saturday in September is duck opener. Okay, so got to get the boat ready and the weapons yep. ready and the decoys ready and all that stuff. All right? the fun stuff. Yep, yeah. fishing's pretty much done. Duck season's coming up. <laughs> and with that comes the annual Ducks Unlimited Banquet um, and we've got it coming up uh, less than a month away, right? Yep, September 7th at the Hampton. Um, always a fun event. I believe it's our 52nd annual for Bemidji, so pretty long-standing um, chapter up here in Bemidji that's you know always been around in 52 years for you know a banquet every single year. is a long time to be doing it. So 52 years of this, and, and uh, yeah, it just keeps uh, getting stronger and stronger. How many members do we have on Ducks Unlimited in Bemidji chapter? Oh, in the Bemidji chapter, um, including all of our calendar buyers and our Bemidji ladies chapter and our BSU chapter, it's probably around, I would say, about 3,500 total wow. between wow. everything. That, that's a lot of members. And, yes. And, and obviously um, a lot of people who can help raise money for Ducks Unlimited. We'll get into the details about the uh, the banquet, and we'll get into the details on how you get your tickets in a bit. But uh, as always, uh, let's start off with Ducks Unlimited. What is Ducks Unlimited, and what do all these funds raised go to? Yeah, so Ducks Unlimited uh, as a whole is a habitat conservation organization. So we take 84, or 81 to 84 cents of every dollar that we make and turn it into uh, habitat restoration. So just like the project that we'll talk about here in a minute, over in Hawley, we purchased, you know, 151 acres, restored it, you know, pumped millions of dollars into it and changed that 151 acres of farmland back into um usable public property for sportsmen in Minnesota and you know going over there and seeing it and see the restoration all the work they've done it's it's pretty incredible and being able to use it yourself and being a public land hunter is you know absolutely worth the cause and best bang for your buck as far as charities go with you know 81 to 84 cents of every dollar's raise going to dirt you know and it's pretty amazing when you think of all the people that are involved in Ducks Unlimited and all the people who contribute to Ducks Unlimited very that's a very unified group of people with uh, one common cause. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Um I mean water is crucial to every aspect of, you know, sportsmen and animals alike. I mean deer, turkeys, pheasants, they all need water too. Yeah. And you know that's true and it it helps so many aspects of of the outdoors for sure. But what's unique about ducks, and I know we've talked about this many times, and it's geese as well, uh, is the uh, the teamwork. You know, Ducks Unlimited needs to have 
um, from the border to the border and even into North America and in Central America because ducks travel. They yes. don't stick around one area like deer do. Yep. Absolutely right. Yep. We do work up in Canada, all across the U.S., and then down into Mexico as well. I mean, they're, they <laughs> they spend most of their time, you know, in they spend about half the year in two different places, you know, in their nesting and breeding grounds, and then they're moving the rest of the year. So for those who, who don't completely know how it all works with the migration, um, the ducks we see during duck season in Minnesota that we're shooting at, mm-hmm. um, basically where Give us a year in the life. Where where do they come from? Where do they go? And how long are they actually in Minnesota? Well, usually only for about, I mean, the reason why it's 60-day season is it's, they go pretty quick. Um, you know, in the nesting grounds up here, up in uh, the Prairie Pothole region, especially in the Dakotas, you know, a lot of the ducks produced in North America come from that region uh, just because of the prairies and a lot of nesting birds and everything like that. But then they slowly move south and then... A few months later, once they get back from the south, they go right back north to start nesting. How many different nations do Ducks Unlimited actually work with? Uh, Canada, U.S., and Mexico. Okay, so those are that's that's the window. That's where they're at. Yep. Okay. Um, so the banquet itself is coming up September seventh at Hampton. Um, you know. It's pretty – anybody who's been to it before kind of knows what to expect. But uh, tell us a little bit about what's going to be going on. Yeah, so we'll give away about 30 guns, probably over $30,000, $35,000 worth of prizes. You know, we always have a big general raffle. Um, going to be giving away a 42-gun safe this year, so that's pretty exciting. And plenty of expensive guns as well. Uh, tickets are $50 for a single to get in. And if you want to up and buy a table, uh, those are 360 bucks, and you get eight people in for the price of seven. So pretty good deal there. And – It'll sell out. I mean, it's always a barn burner, and the Hamptons always fun to have it at, too. So for those who are looking for tickets, how do we get them? Uh, www.mndu.org. mndu.org. And then uh, they'll have a list of all the events coming up, and just go there. It's that simple. You got it. Okay. September 7th, Thursday. Um, and basically, if you want to get involved in Dunks Unlimited, you go to the banquet. That's that's kind of the starting point, right? Yep, absolutely. We're always looking for more volunteers, especially on the local level, helping out. And that's what we're built on as an organization, as volunteers. And that is Thursday, September 7th at the Hampton Inn in Bemidji. Uh, and, uh, of course, that's just the start of your banquet season. You are the regional director, which means you're... Covering a lot of DU chapters. So what else do we have coming up? We've got Perum coming up September 8th at the Salty Pickle and Warroad coming up at Spring Steel Resort on the 9th. Three days right in a row, 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then the 21st, we have the Northern Cass County down in Walker Banquet at Ole's Bar and Grill. Okay. Um, and all of those chapters, I know the Walker one for sure, all very active, all with lots of members and and. and Really good representation. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Walkers are longest standing in the state for annual banquets. I believe they're on 55 years is this year for uh, length of banquets happening every single year since their inaugural inaugural year. So it's pretty pretty amazing to see a chapter like that keep growing and keep influencing their, their local committee members and everything like that. And in addition to uh, our Bemidji chapter, we actually have a college chapter, the Bemidji State chapter, and, and you've got them on a new mission this year. Yeah, they uh, they really want to be gold All-Americans um, and get represented at third term again. Uh, got a great group of new kids in, and they're ready to get on the road and have some fun, and we're going to hopefully be putting bingos in around local 
areas that don't have representation in smaller towns like Black Duck or maybe going over to Grand Rapids or Park Rapids, somewhere where we can get a new chapter started and they can kind of put on a bingo for them. Okay. And, and for people listening, I mean, because this is this will be podcast, uh, well, I guess theoretically worldwide, but certainly in this region, um, and they're listening saying, you know, we should get a DU chapter in this town. Uh, what's the starting point for them? Uh, call your local regional director or any local committee that are uh, that is near you. I mean, if there's a committee that's within 45 miles of you, those are the committees that are more than willing to help you start one up too. Okay, and uh, in this region, that's the regional director is you. Yep, you got it. Call me. How'd you get involved in Ducks Unlimited? I was a volunteer in college. I as a freshman at Gustavus down in St. Peter, I was approached and asked to get on the DU committee. And then once the committee formed. The people who started it were all seniors, so they kind of needed somebody to take it over. So sophomore, junior, and senior year, I ran with it with my co-chair and, you know, got to build relationships with a lot of volunteers in southern Minnesota. And they asked, you know, if I'd ever consider working for DU. And lo and behold, I ended up doing it. So Okay. And you ended up in in Minnesota. But you were out of state for a while too, right? Yep. I was a regional director in southern Indiana for three years and then got to ask, uh, got asked to take over for the great Scott Anderson up here in northern Minnesota. Well, I know we, we have a lot of duck hunters up here, a lot of uh, big fans of duck hunting. But where would you say is the prime duck hunting area of the nation? Oh, it's got to be the potholes. The Dakotas is probably the most fun you can ever have but it's it, the different kinds of ducks and the different ways to pursue them is probably the the best part about duck hunting in general i mean going out to the east coast and layout boat hunting or going to the great lakes and layout boat hunting is a ton of fun or hunting fields in the dakotas or potholes i mean it's it's all about how you like to chase birds and it's it's an incredible sport so uh i i'm imagining there are du chapters in every state of the union yep and it's it's interesting. We talk about you know I'm I'm envisioning our ducks coming down the middle of the continent, and I suppose there's a you know uh, people who work together on the west coast and people who work together on the east coast from Canada down into Mexico or down to the Gulf of Mexico or whatever. Yep, absolutely. I mean, it, we pretty much break it up by flyway. How many flyways are there? On the four. Four. The, okay. Yep. The Pacific Central, Mississippi, and Atlantic or Eastern Flyway. It's duck season. Well, not quite, but we're getting there. And we will continue to talk about it with Dalton Rosine of Ducks Unlimited next on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Go one step further into the outdoors this summer and experience the incomparable natural wonder of Bemidji, the first city on the Mississippi. Bemidji features abundant access to the great outdoors with over 400 pristine lakes, perfect for canoeing, paddleboarding, and over 160 miles of trails that run through the northern Minnesota landscape. Plan your next great outdoor adventure today at visitbemidji.com. Bemidji points this is Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Dalton Rosine, the Regional Director of Ducks Unlimited, is my guest today. We've been talking a lot about what DU does, what they're hoping to accomplish, and uh, the conversation continues. Well, we talked about the fact that it's all about wetlands. That's, that's one of the key factors for uh, survival of many species, as you noted. So tell us some uh, some success stories uh, that Ducks Unlimited has had in the last couple of years. Um, I mean, the 15 million acres as a, as a company we've restored since 1937 is probably our biggest feat. Um, you know, $1 million a 
couple 20 years ago was a big deal to us and now we're already at 15 million acres conserved so that's uh all due to our volunteers hard work and you know putting putting their feet on the ground and selling raffle tickets selling out events and putting people in the door and i do know uh, you talked about a, a little dedication we had over in this neck of the woods uh, a week or so ago yep over in uh Hitterdahl, just north of holly minnesota kind of near moorhead um that was the 151 acres I just spoke about a little bit earlier, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's truly incredible to see, you know, the farm ground that, you know, used to house, you know, a project like what you just turned it back into and what it could look like if, you know, the local agriculture wouldn't have happened. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible to see what was there at one time and what we can turn it back into with the dollars we raise. Okay. So the, the land, the 15 million acres, who owns that? Does Ducks Unlimited own that? Do they deed it to, over to different states or different state natural resource departments? Or who owns all that land? We usually turn it over to the local DNR, um, okay. whatever happens in the state there. Ducks Unlimited actually does not own a whole lot of property at all. Um, most property that we do own has been donated to us by um, you know, major gift uh, people that just want to donate their land into their estate towards the Ducks and use it for research, uh, like our research property out in North Dakota. It's pretty incredible to see what we have out there in the rolling hills, and that was completely donated to us. We did not purchase it and keep it. That was used or completely donated and meant to do research on okay. for that purpose. So there is a research arm of DU, so tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so that comes from our conservation district. Um, the three departments are, you know, your conservation and then your event fundraising which is what i take care of and then in the middle is your development and development kind of handles our major donor side of things you know they solicit the the bigger companies that can you know write checks to help these projects out and get get the restoration that we need and the event fundraising side kind of takes care of helping keep the lights on at corporate and also purchasing the properties through our unrestricted income and then conservation kind of puts it all together and it's a spider web of money that they get to work with which kind of confusing but man they get to do a lot of really cool stuff on the ground and they've got the phds to back it so i'll, I'll trust whatever words they got <laughs> so land that you that you purchased you are they existing wetlands or are they lands that you have to restore to wetlands or and, both okay yep um it, it could either be you know very low uh restoration that we need to do to it or we purchase it and turn it back into what it needed to be so how do you restore something to a wetland status? Ooh, well, locally here in southern, I mean, throughout southern Minnesota and the prairie pothole regions, tiling has really taken a a big part of, you know, the prairies and the local prairie potholes out. And, you know, when you drain the wetlands to put local agriculture in, um, that takes away from our conservation mission. But, you know, if, if we can either back up a tile or or pull it, I mean, it's, what it can be turned back into is absolutely incredible. Okay. Um, and the, uh, the the group is – when did – you said it was about 15 years and you'll be celebrating a 100th anniversary. So about 85 years this has been going? Yes. Um, okay. 1937 was our inaugural year, so 2037 will be our 100th year. Where did it start? Uh, North Carolina, I believe. Okay. Yep. And, again, everywhere in the nation and uh, – North of us and south of us, too. Yes. Yep, absolutely. And it spread like wildfire. Uh, Anything else you want to make sure we know about before we wrap it up today, Dalton? Nope.
Okay, well, let's recap it again. We've got the uh, – let's start with the Bemidji Banquet, September 7th. Yep, Bemidji Banquet, September 7th. Uh, purchase your tickets online at mndu.org and or call me. Um, I got tickets available as well. Or reach out to any local committee members. And then Purim on the 8th, Warroad on the 9th, and Walker on the 21st. And all of those can be purchased online. Yep. All right. Dalton Rosine is the regional director of Ducks Unlimited. It's banquet time, and it all starts with the Bemidji Banquet Thursday, September 7th at the Hampton Inn. Dalton, thanks for stopping in today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Kevin.